Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Linda Goldberg. She is the president of CarQ.com, which is a resource to help you buy cars and get the best deals when buying cars. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Linda. Well, thank you, Jordan. It's good to be with you. Just give us a little bit of background about your history and how you came to be the nation's preeminent car buyer. Uh, Having been in the car business for about 13 years as a salesperson and finance manager, uh, I found that I was learning how it all worked, and I decided to step out of the industry and step into a position of customer advocate. And for the last 30 years, that's what I have done. Um, I find that being a buyer's agent uh, gives me the ability to uh, represent exclusively the car buyer. Very good. So kind of describe the difference in experience people would have buying a car using your services and going into the dealership themselves uh, and just dealing directly with the a salesperson on the floor or, or a manager? Well, a sales manager is going to make a certain profit potential from the car sales person. So the car sales person might have a $3,000 possible profit generated from the deal and the manager is going to get a percentage of that. So obviously the manager is teaching the salesperson how to get all the money. Okay. And you know that going in, and how can you get them to be a, get a better deal, lower price, better financing? How can you do something that the customer who's standing right in front of the salesperson can't do? I think what you what consumers have to realize is they must do a certain amount of research. I would recommend you have at least three prices on a vehicle and three prices for monthly payments, and you can get those on the internet through companies like Edmunds, Carfax, Auto Trader. All of these companies have started to sell new cars and are providing a lot of information uh, regarding uh, payments and, uh, and purchase prices. So you, you come in with the prices from those three sources or three sources like that, and then doesn't that give the average consumer plenty of power to negotiate a good price? If you have done your homework, and I, and, and I feel strongly about doing the research, uh, because that research is going to make you comparable to the salesperson. You're going to have as much information as they do. Salespeople don't really have a lot of information. Uh, if they feel they've got a potential buyer, they're going to go back to their sales manager 
and they're going to start working the deal behind the scene. So if the consumer is well-equipped with information, then the sales manager, the salesperson, the finance manager won't be in a position to take advantage of the buyer. What are some of the ways that the average sales transaction is uh, taking advantage of the buyer, that the buyer may not even know they're being taken advantage of? Well, pricing is the first thing. Uh, there's generally around $3,000 profit in most mid-priced cars. Now, that's not saying that there's that much profit in a Honda, but when you get into your mid-sized cars, they have that profit potential. And by knowing the pricing, when they go into the dealership, they know what price they should be negotiating, and that price is closer to dealer cost rather than to the suggested retail or the MSRP, uh, which is the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And you don't want to pay MSRP. You want to pay closer to dealer cost or invoice. Now, what happens on higher price cars, say 50000 and above? It's a much bigger profit margin, and therefore you can save more if you do better research? You're, I would say that thirty-five to 50000 would probably have a $4,000 profit potential. And 50000 to 70000 would probably have seven or $8,000 profit potential. And when you know there's that much profit potential, then you could go in and offer a price like $2,000 over dealer cost. But if you do homework, you might find that there's some incentive money and you could actually offer less than dealer cost. So doing going into the Internet and going into the research, uh, I think, is very, very helpful. And there are so many sources for this information. As I mentioned, Carfax, uh, AutoTrader, Carverus are all putting a lot of information out there. Uh, so you could use Carfax, Auto Trader, and CarGurus as your research point of getting pricing so that you could use their pricing to go in and negotiate with the dealer. How can you, the average consumer find out what incentives are available? Because those are often hidden from the average consumer, aren't they? They are, and you just simply have to ask for them. What, are, what kind of dealer incentives are available? They're not going to offer the information, but if you ask, then they're in a corner because they may think you already know the answer. And if they think you know the answer, then they're going to give you the truth. 
because they don't want to get caught in a lie. So describe, so that's the, the way people would go into the dealers. Describe the, the system that you use instead, because you're not only going to the local dealer, but you're shopping, if not around the area, at least even around the country to get the best deal. What is the difference between dealing with a car buyer service like yours and going into a dealership directly? Well, a service like CarQ is that we're dealing with owners and high-level management. Secondly, I'm a professional. I have access to the information. So when I contact a dealer, they know just from the tone of my voice that I know the answer to the question. So I'm asking them one question, and that question is, where are you priced relative to dealer cost? And I only need one number, the number above their dealer cost or the number below their dealer cost. And they know that I know. So they are very willing to get, share the information because they know that I could go to three to five dealers and they don't want that to happen. They want to be the ones to sell the car. So they're going to be very aggressive with a buyer's agent that they would not be with the typical consumer. Now, with COVID-19 and the coronavirus pandemic recently, many, many, if not most, dealerships are actually closed. At least the sales side is closed. So how has that changed the buying uh, process if there's nobody to go in to see? Is this all being done online today? Much of it is being done online and much of it is done by appointment. Uh, most dealers today with COVID are being very using a lot of discretion in questions that they ask uh, before they make an appointment so that they aren't dealing with buyers that are carrying the, the virus and they're looking for consumers that are actually going to buy a car. So they're not wasting as much time as they might if the, if the, uh, if the showroom is open, they have to deal with everybody that comes in. This, what they're doing now is they're making appointments so that they can, uh, they act as a clearinghouse before they make have someone come in to meet them. But most salespeople are making appointments rather than having their showrooms open. Some showrooms in some states are open uh, and have not been involved with closing with, due to now, uh, COVID, and um, others are closed entirely and not even making appointments. So you have to find the dealer that is willing to make an appointment, have you come in at a certain time, and be able to show you the cars. Is this making it easier or harder for you to get better deals for people if it's being done pretty much online or over the phone instead of in person? 
No, I think there are many consumers that just don't want to deal with the process. They know they're going to go into a dealership and they're going to be lied to. That's first and foremost. Uh, they know they go into a dealership and they're being handled. They're being talked to like they don't know what they're doing. And people do know what they're doing. So uh, dealers' attitudes are changing, too. So in general, has this been a pretty strong year for car sales or not? Because some areas are very hot, like pickup trucks, and some areas, traditional sedans, are not as hot. How has that affected the car buying process? I think it depends on locale. Um, on the West Coast, you're seeing a lot of electric cars. You're seeing a lot of smaller uh, type cars. On the East Coast, you might be seeing more SUVs in the, the sport utility. Uh, you might see more pickup trucks. So it definitely depends on locale. If I go to, if I have a Texas buyer, I'm generally getting people that want sport utilities or pickup trucks. If I go to San Francisco, I find the buyers are looking for smaller, uh, more adaptable to parking. Uh, so they're looking for cars that would also save them a lot of money on gasoline. Yeah, very good. We have to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. Um, uh, my guest this hour is Linda Goldberg. She is the president of the car buying service carq.com. You can go to carq.com and find out more about ways you can save when buying or leasing a car. Uh, Linda's been doing this for a very, very long time. We'll be back after this. Wish you were in early on some of the best performing IPOs of 2019 and 2020. With our crowd, accredited investors have access to invest directly, easily, and most important, early. Our crowd investors have benefited from our crowd companies going IPO like Beyond Meat or being bought by companies like Intel, Nike, Microsoft, and Oracle. Our crowd's investment professionals leverage their extensive network to review some of the most promising private companies and startups in the world. Their in-depth due diligence includes meeting with management teams and generally comprehensive vetting of deals they decide to make part of their own portfolio. Once our crowd has selected a deal, they offer accredited investors the opportunity to invest alongside them with the same terms. If you're an accredited investor, you can join our crowd for free at OURCROW.com slash answers and review the current deals. No payment is involved until you decide to participate in a deal. As you review deals, you have access to our crowd's investor relations team who can talk to you directly on the phone about your personal investment goals. The investment professionals at our crowd have already reviewed thousands of companies, invested hundreds of millions of dollars, closed investments in over 200 companies, and chosen dozens of companies that have made their exits. Accredited investors can participate in a single company deal for as little as $10,000 or one of our crowd's funds for as little as $50,000. Today, you can join our crowd's investment in Tevel, an ag industry innovator 
that is positioned to help save billions of dollars a year by, by harvesting fruit that is now left to rot. Tevel's AI-powered flying robots pick, thin, and prune orchards, helping mitigate the global shortage of fruit pickers while offering cost savings up to 30%. You can get in early on Tevel and other unique opportunities at rcrowd.com answers. If you're interested in investing, you need to join our crowd. The R Crowd account is free, so just go to O-U-R-C-R-O-W.com slash answers. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Linda Goldberg. She is the president of uh, CarQ.com, which is the best car buying service uh, anywhere in the world. They've gotten deals for people for many, many, many years. Welcome back to the show, Linda. Thank you very much. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the used car market. It's really been very kind of distorted by what's happened in the new car market. Tell us, can you give us an update of what's happening if you're looking to buy a used car these days? Well, there's companies now on the Internet that are focused only on used cars. One of them would be Carvana, uh, and they're looking to buy used cars and to sell used cars, and they even handle the financing of pre-owned cars. Um, I have not worked with Carvana. Uh, They don't do anything with brand-new cars, and uh, I don't know how fair and equitable they are. But when you're buying a used car, even before you go to a company like Carvana, 
you might want to visit um, CarMaps or CarFax. And CarFax is now putting, uh, not only are they writing the uh, background of a car, but they're also giving you an idea of pricing. Um, I like when I'm looking for a used car for a client, I'll go to Auto Trader, uh, Car Gurus, I'll go to Carvana, um, and I get a general idea of what the market will bear uh, in terms of the pricing of a pre-owned car. Um, I think that it, the best way to look at buying a, a pre-owned is do an appraisal on the car that you want to buy. And you can do an appraisal through Edmunds.com. I've heard that used car prices have gone up dramatically uh, because there was a cessation of production of new cars for a while, and so there's almost a shortage of used cars. Is that correct? And does that mean it's more of a seller's market than a buyer's market? It was a buyer's market from March until June or July. The manufacturers, again, due to COVID, uh, were closed. Their factories were closed. So without a lot of new cars in the marketplace, people were deferring to pre-owned. And the pre-owned pricing uh, can sometimes be better uh, than a brand new car pricing. It just depends on how old and how many miles and what kind of condition uh, the new car or the used car is compared to the new car. So one of the factors that's also changed is lots of people have been moving out of cities into suburbs and even rural areas and therefore needing cars more than when they were city dwellers. Is that driving up demand for used cars and new cars? I find that consumers are looking at used cars or what we call pre-owned. Um, and with a pre-owned, you look for a car that may be two or three years old, has mileage under 50,000, and you, no matter where you buy it, before you buy a pre-owned car, you want to have a diagnostic performed, and that's a must-have. Uh, a diagnostic will give you a history, a current history of the condition of the car. And I wouldn't recommend that you buy any pre-owned car unless you have the diagnostic performed then you could refer back to Carfax for a history on the car. And they'll provide you an eight-page report on whether the cars had accidents, uh, how, how involved those accidents were, uh, and the, the actual value of the car that you're thinking of buying. So how do you at CarQ help people uh, if they want to get a used car versus getting a new car? Can you help them in both processes? Yes, I work with pre-owned and new, and I work with pre-owned all over the country. 
as I do with new cars. Car two is a national service. We can go into any state, any region, and work with the dealers in that region. We generally connect with maybe 15 to 20 dealers in each area, and we cover the territory so that we know what pricing in that region is generally going to be, and then we find the dealer with the best deal in that region. So when people are deciding up front if they should get a new car or used car, what are the pros and cons of getting new versus used? Well, your new car is going to come with a warranty, and that warranty is usually around three years. In more expensive cars, it's about four years to five years. Uh, so when you're looking for a new car, one of the main attractions is the warranty. When you're buying a used car, I recommend you buy an extended warranty to cover anything that might go wrong with the car. And if you're buying a pre-owned car, you're buying it with mileage, so you want to be sure that you have coverage for anything that could go wrong with it because it is a used car. People get rid of used cars. They trade their cars in because there is something about the car that is fundamentally not working right. Yeah. Uh, tell people about the experience they would have if they go to the CarQ website and the process of signing up with you if people are interested in buying either a new or used car. If the buyer goes to our website, they're going to find our fees are listed. They don't sign up on our website. They contact the company with our 800 number, which is 800-517-2277. Uh, it's much easier to have a five-minute conversation about the service and what it can, can accomplish for that particular buyer. And it, many different types of buyers have many different solutions on how they should approach the next car purchase. So if they're buying a new car, we can give them tips on how to. And if they're buying a pre-owned, again, we can provide them tips on how to do it. We, on our website, we have a test drive guide, uh, and we have 10 tips on how to buy a pre-owned car. And how about the trade-in? Uh, is that something that people often trade in their cars and get less value for it than they should be getting from a new car dealer? They're always getting less value. Dealers are trying to make four to six thousand dollars profit on a pre-owned car when they sell it. So they're taking them in from the buyer at a very low price. And again, with the trade-in, you should probably go to Edmonds and do an appraisal 
and then you'll find out the value or pretty close to the value that you should be paying for the next, if you're buying a pre-owned, uh, what you should be paying. So is, is that so you go to admins, you see what the appraisal is, and typically a dealer is going to offer you less than that? Or you, you show them admins and say, here's the price, give me that price. Is, is, is that you're going to get pushback from dealers on that? If a dealer knows you've done an appraisal on the car and they know that you're pretty well informed, they're not going to, they might come down $1,000. But as I said, a used car sales wants, they want something like four to 6000 profit. So you might get them down $1,000. But you can't hope for much more than that. But that's something that you help people with is get a better a, a price for their trade-ins? Um, I, I get a much better price because I've done the research. I know what the value is, and they know that the dealer knows that I know. So they're going to give us top dollar for the trade-in. We've not had... I generally recommend, first and foremost, that the consumer try to sell the car themselves because they'll, they'll put that four to $6,000 in their own pocket instead of having a dealer do it. Um, and it's not that hard to sell a car if you follow some guidelines and CarQ provides you those guidelines. Very good. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Linda Goldberg. She's the president of CarQ.com, which is an online resource to help you get the best deal on either a used car or a new car, uh, much better than you can probably get on your own. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Linda Goldberg, president of CarQ.com, which is the leading car buying service helping consumers save money on both new and used cars in America. Her website, CarQ.com. Welcome back to the show, Linda. Nice to be here. So there's some new trends in cars, the first big one being electric cars. Uh, Not only Tesla, but all the big car makers are moving into electric cars. Uh, What are the pros and cons of getting electric cars versus traditional gas-powered cars? Well, right now, it's uh, the electric cars are very expensive, and it's been designed for those buyers that have a lot of money to spend. It's only over the last year that Tesla is talking about a car that's maybe thirty, thirty-five thousand. And once you get into that price range, then all the manufacturers are going to get into it. Uh, the only problem with electric cars is there's not enough plug-in stations. Uh, when you go home, you have to plug in your car. And if you live in an apartment or a townhouse facility, uh, they don't have those uh, set up as yet. So consumers have to start asking for the plug-in services so that they, when they buy their electric cars, um, they have a place to plug it in. It doesn't do it all by itself. The hybrid is some electric, some gas. Uh, depends on how, if you're driving a lot, it will reserve your gas. And if you're using electric and you don't have to use the gas, then that's the whole purpose of the hybrid. But electric is becoming very uh, prominent. In California, the governor has stated that by 2035, he wants to see all electric cars on the road. So we're definitely moving into that area of motivation. Uh, The electric car is here to stay. Now, there have been some innovations in batteries, I've heard, that could dramatically extend the range of electric cars. Is that true? And what kind of range could we expect in coming years in electric cars? Well, now you're hearing anywhere from 300 to 500 miles on a single charge. Uh, Whether that's true or not, only the electric car driver can tell you. But that's how they're being advertised at that kind of mileage. And, you know, having an electric car, when they get into the uh, hydrogen electric you're, the only thing that's disposed is a little bit of water. 
So the electric car uh, is going to have some choices, and some of those choices will be whether they want a fuel cell, whether they want uh, hydrogen. So we'll, we'll wait and see what is going to be more popular for the public to, to buy. When are those coming, the hydrogen and the fuel cell cars? Is that pretty soon? Um, they're on the road now. And from my reading, it looks like they're coming within the next five years. And so do you think there'll be many more charging stations around the country and in the future that really won't be an issue? Well, consumers have to start asking. They won't, I, I don't see the plug-in stations very, in very many uh, parking lots. But I went over to Target one day, and they had about a dozen plug-in. So these big companies with parking lots are getting into the mode of uh, having these plug-in stations. And consumers are going to need to have them put in their homes. Uh, they are also going to have the in an apartment house. They're going to have to have them added in. But I think if, we'll see them. If, if you have one in your house, is that going to dramatically raise your electric bill if you're charging your car all the time? No, but they they claim you could plug it in where your dishwasher, I mean, your clothes washer is. So it's not going to use any more electricity than the clothes washer. <laughs> really? Wow, that's surprising, actually. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's electric cars. <laughs> the, the next big trend is autonomous cars, where you're not driving. In fact, some of these don't even have steering wheels at all. And they were, Google's got Waymo, and all these companies are doing autonomous vehicles, and they're basically saying that's going to take over the road completely. What, what is your outlook for autonomous vehicles? I think they're 10 years down the road. <clears throat> I don't see people being too anxious <clears throat> to give up their driving. People like to drive their cars. Uh, they don't necessarily want the car to drive them. So until people get used to having a robot, essentially, take them where they want to go, I think you're going to still see uh, more electric cars than you would autonomous. Um, the market is changing so rapidly. We don't know what consumers really want to drive yet. Do you feel safe yourself? Would you switch to an autonomous car and have somebody drive you, have a robot drive you everywhere? I would feel very safe. I don't so, know anyone that has a self-driving car yet, but I know that I would feel safe. I, the, the technology would not be there if it weren't going to be safe. 
So what, I mean, in the future, let's say 10 years from now, what kind of a market share do you think autonomous cars might have of the total car market, just roughly? Probably up 30%. And then you'll have 30% that would be hybrid. And then 30% would probably be the same. People are very slow to change. Even though that's a lot, to have 30% autonomous in 10 years, that's a major change in the market from where it is today. Right, but that's, as, as an example, in California, you'd have to have that change because the governor is demanding that electric cars be on the road by, he wants gas cars gone, and he wants these electric cars on the road, as I said, by 2035. So it's happening, and people just have to become aware of it, and you won't be aware of it unless you go to a showroom and test drive one. And uh, people that I've talked to that have test-driven the autonomous cars and the electric cars, they are very, they, they like them. <laughs> very good. Uh, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Gunman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Linda Goldberg. She is the president of CarQ, which is an online car buying service to help you buy both new and used cars. You can find out more at her website, which is carq.com. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth in Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Linda Goldberg, president of CarQ.com, the leading car buying service that helps you get the best deals on new and used cars. Welcome back to the show, Linda. Nice to be here. A big part of buying a car is financing. So give me a sense of what's happening in the financing uh, of, of both new and used cars today. Are there some great deals? You sometimes see 0% and uh, just what, what kind of financing deals are available these days? And how can you negotiate to get an even better one that the dealer may offer? Well, 0% you can't beat. 
and a lot of the manufacturers are still offering 0%. I have seen cars in the higher-end range up as far, far as 4.5%. On leases, uh, the rates are going up to about 45 to 5%. Uh, so the rates are going up, but they're going up very slowly. Is that negotiable? Can you negotiate on the financing terms and interest rates? Not if it's a manufacturer's rate at 2.9, for example. But if it's a dealer rate, then you can. And you have to ask, is this a dealer rate or is this the manufacturer's rate? Manufacturer might offer 0% on one of their cars. People see the advertising for the 0% and they think it's on all the manufacturer's cars. So they get to the dealership and they find out no. So the dealer will offer them a rate, and that rate you can you can negotiate. And I would negotiate. Is it a trade-off? A lot of rates are determined by your FICA score, yeah. which is the rating of how well you can finance. <clears throat> is is so, there a trade-off, Linda? Is there a trade-off between the price and financing? As if you get a zero percent financing. The price may be higher. If you get a lower price on the car, you have to pay higher in financing. Is that kind of a trade-off people have to make? I think you want to trade. You want to get your car price in in set up first before you set up your finance rate, and then negotiate on the finance rate. Once you negotiate it on the price of the car, that's not the time to, you've got the price of the car set. That's the time you want to negotiate on your financing. And how about rebates? Are there a lot of rebate deals these days? The rebates are going away. I don't see as much of them as I did, but there are still plenty of rebates. And with most cars, I just went through my list over the last 30 days. Each car that we've arranged purchases for have been below dealer cost. I'm talking about 1000 to $2,000. So the pricing of the car is coming down much more so than the rate of financing. How can a dealer sell a car below cost and still make money? Because they're making money on the financing and on the aftermarket sales, extended warranties, <clears throat> cosmetic protection, um, masks for the front of the car. So they're making it in other ways, and they make a lot of it in other ways. What, what is the difference these days between domestic and foreign car makers as far as what kind of deals they're offering? Well, domestic is, it sells to a market that's very different than the foreign car buyer. Um, the discounts on foreign cars seems to be much greater 
and foreign car dealers are more flexible. Domestic car dealers have never been flexible. They get a price from GM, and they have to stick with it. They get a price from Ford, they have to stick with it. Get a price from a Toyota, the dealer has flexibility. So you might go to a Toyota before you went to a Ford just because you can negotiate. But the domestic companies have lost a huge amount of market share over the years by not being flexible. You think they're going to remain in that situation? Uh, For 30 years, I've seen them stay the same and not want to change and not want to discount. And I see them doing the same thing today. They have a mindset that they're still selling cars like it was 1950. (laughs) Uh, They don't want to give up their money. Whereas import manufacturers are far more flexible. Are there some new sell cars? Are there some new cars? They can make profit from the sale, from the financing, from aftermarket. And so they, if they don't make it in one area, they'll make it in another. And they also make money on the trade-in. Are, so if they... you've got a dealer that's going to negotiate a good price on the car and the financing and the trade, uh, they're looking at a bottom line. How much do we want to make on this car? $6,000? All right, we'll make two here, two there, and two here. Yeah. Are there some new players coming in from the foreign, like Chinese companies or Korean companies? Are there some new entrants that we should be expecting to see in coming years? I've already seen the Korean cars are coming in, and they're selling very well. And the Chinese-made cars are coming in, I haven't seen them sell as well as the Korean cars, but they are moving into the marketplace, and they will be competitive, and they will be far more competitive than Ford or GM. Are you worried about the future of the domestic manufacturers? I've always been worried. I don't know how they sustain uh, even people that work for these manufacturers, salespeople, get discouraged and leave. They might work for that manufacturer for two to five years, and then they'll go over to Mercedes or they'll uh, go to BMW or they'll go to Toyota uh, because they can make more money as salespeople domestic sales and sales people don't make large commissions. Mm. And they sell cars because they want to make large commissions. Yeah. So, so you can it, get a commission on a, on a foreign car, $1,200, $1,500. On a domestic car, you might get 
500 to 800 emission. Uh-huh. Hmm. Very much. All right, we have about two minutes to go. Just kind of summarize what difference it'll make for people to buy their car using a car buying service like CarQ.com compared to trying to do it on their own. Well, CarQ has access and knowledge of pricing, and we have access to the higher management staff to approach and to get the pricing that we want. And if I don't get it from one, I'm going to get it from another. So most dealers are very cooperative. Uh, and there are different types of approaches. There's the salesperson who may say 30% commission. There's an auto broker who charges a fee and gets a kickback from the dealer. And then there's, like CarQ, the buyer's agent. We charge a fee, but we have no conflict of interest. We do not take any money from dealers, lenders, or manufacturers. So you want to find someone to help you buy your car that has a fiduciary responsibility to the consumer and charges a flat fee but doesn't get a kickback from anyone else. Very good. Well, people have helped, been helped many, many years by your car buying expertise with both used and new cars. My guest this hour has been Linda Goldberg. She's the president of CarQ.com. You can go to her website, CarQ.com, to find out ways she can help you get the best deal on a car, whether it be new or used. Thanks so much for being a great guest on The Money Answer Show, Linda. It's my pleasure. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on 